we're back, ladies and gentlemen, to another illustrious episode of Before the Three Count. I am your host, the unnamed host, Giant Question Mark, joined alongside my other co-host, the one, the only, Osiris. Indeed, indeed. So, um, yeah, this might be another continuation of last uh, week's episode because there's been so much going on uh, in the wild, wild, wacky world of wrestling. Uh, we're now fresh off of the uh, press conference of uh, oh, yeah. Mania 40 uh, in Philadelphia, the home of brotherly love, uh, which is sort of always, I thought was hilarious because Philly uh, is the most harshest crowds uh there that is um so yeah but it's always been a staple for uh you know uh wrestling definitely for better definitely. or for worse and, uh, <laughs> and i'd say overall for better uh, you know philly is uh renowned of course with ecw um and you know the ecw arena and all of that yep and uh, which, just, which i'm kicking myself i never had the the honor of going to you know uh, uh so yes, yeah, it's just one of those bucket list things I could I probably well, would not be able to attain unless somehow some miracle was brought back and they had a show. Where was the um arena itself? Like, I know you've been or did, have you been as haven't been or have you? I've been to the what I call the new version of it. Oh, okay. Um oh wait, I'm lying. I've been to the original version too. I've been to both. Okay. I went to, okay. uh, it's funny actually, uh, I'm trying to remember what the promotion was that ran it, but uh, the original version, um, uh, I, it might have been Combat Zone, but I feel like it was a different promotion. But I remember Sammy Callahan was on the show, he wrestled Sabu. Um, it was the last show at the original ECW Arena, um, and I was there for that. Uh, so where, they, where is, where is the uh, arena? Downtown Philly, uh, 2100 something street. Does it look like an arena or is it more like a booze hall uh, type of setting? So the original setup, um, it was a bingo hall. Um, And and yeah, it it looks kind of like a rundown moose moose hall kind of setup thing. Um, And then they closed it. Uh, redid it and they wanted nothing to do with wrestling um, they were trying to make it like a nightclub type thing but okay. the problem is uh, in that area like no one was going there like um, <laughs> and so they ended up opening it up to wrestling again okay so from TV it always looked always looked packed now I wasn't sure was that because it was a small place or like if that's just how like the crowds were back then for those shows. Yeah, no, it was a small place. Probably fit like five hundred. Okay. And, All right. Uh, so so yeah, Very so I mean you pack it with five hundred crazy fans and it, yeah, it looks crazy on TV. And like where you since you, it wasn't the actual show, but it was at the arena, um for the show you were at Combat Zone, um, did it feel like you were like on top of one another or like no because it wasn't packed like that for that show okay um you know i think they did well they might have even sold out i'm not sure but it wasn't like uh it didn't feel to me like it the way it looked like on tv watching ecw right 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 but you you could get the 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 spirit of it if it did yeah yeah definitely had the definitely had the spirit though it was like all right i get it like and like everywhere and, uh, you said, you probably had like a good view of the ring. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Um, and then the new place is nicer. Like they they basically just redid it, like made it a lot nicer. But I think that that's both good and bad, you know. Where was the new place? Same same location, but they just redid it. Okay. And so it's so it's nicer now. Like it's like a nicer place. But I'm like, oh, it lost that like feel. And also the thing is, it's still in like a rundown neighborhood. So it's like they put like a nice thing in a rundown neighborhood, and that's why they couldn't get anything else in there oh okay 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 all right um and when you did get a chance to actually see an ecw show i believe that was uh in new england yes uh in connecticut uh danbury um i want to say there's a college out there is that a college in danbury or something like that was this with Uh, the original crew or was this with the, the 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 tsn crew uh, this was the let's see. This would have been two thousand, maybe. Um, so this uh, this was probably the TSN crew at that point. Okay. Um, TNN Nashville Network. Uh, yeah, TNN. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. No. All good. All good. Yeah. Yeah. It probably was that crew at that point. But it was the night Vic Grimes got thrown off the scaffold um, by New Jack. Okay. And. Uh, funny i was actually at the concession stand when that happened i was trying to get myself a drink um just like a soda um, I, was, <laughs> I was in high school so that was the only kind of drink i was drinking but how how, how was that experience it was cool um you know for me that was my first time like going to that type of show and when you're that age and everything it's like wow this is wild like you know there's just all these crazy people here okay yeah, uh, only reason why I'm asking on the ECW question. I just recently listened to uh, a shoot interview with our RBD, so he was you know, okay. going back to his uh, illustrious career, and now I'm just like going back in my head, like the time when ECW was you know on and popping. I was like, yeah, it was it was a it was a lightning in the bottle. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, it would have been cool to uh, like really go to like some of those shows there, you know, yep. like during its heyday. Yeah, um, but we were like just a smidge too young. Were we though? Um, I mean, ultimately, you figure it, it shut down in two thousand and one, I think. Right, but like uh, when it was on, during the when it was on the pop and it's heyday, I remember you know catching on the uh, local TV access or like the Spanish, you know, channel. Yeah, and that, Spanish wow. channel Saturday night. Yeah, I think I was like maybe junior, senior. High- it had to be at least sophomore, junior. Yeah, probably sophomore, junior. Um, so I don't think I was too young to watch the, the show. Well, when I say too young, I mean like, oh, like we didn't have like a license and stuff to like just like. Oh, go. okay. I got that's, you. That's, that's what I mean by like just a smidge too young. Like, I got you. I got you. Yeah. But uh, I feel like, yeah, if we had like our license, like during its prime, like we probably would have went to some shows. But it was like, oh, like, like you know, we didn't really know what was going on. Well, you've also been to, like you said, Combat Zone, CZW. I don't know if you've been to any XPW shows, but do those bring any, you know, familiar feelings of watching ECW or two totally different other promotions? Um, well, so I don't have, like, it's funny, actually, like, my ECW nostalgia is more about the, the watching it than the, the actual action. Like, so it's more funny. TV? 
Yeah, like when I think of ECW, I think about like being in my room late at night, like TV turned down low, so my parents didn't know I was up watching it on the okay. Spanish channel. Um, those Paul Heyman, like, you know, talking and they'd be like, the night Kimono want to lay like, dance <laughs> top the ECW arena. Yeah. Like, yeah. All of that, like, so yeah, it's funny. I'm like, I, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh man, ECW was the greatest thing. Like, cause I didn't like, I caught it here and there. Um, well, yeah, but it wasn't like, ring work was very, you know, very uh, modern in today's day. Yes. No, for sure. It was pretty much like, you know, uh, AEW of his, of his time, uh, ring-wise. Right. And, uh, but yeah, so when I watched, like, a Combat Zone or something like that, for me, it was, I guess, more than a, it didn't bring up an ECW familiarity, but it did bring up, like, a, oh, my God, this is this wild place, especially when I first saw Combat Zone, because um, it was, like, when they were still in their, like, prime, um, yep. pr- like, six years ago. Yep. Um, and so they had, it was before AEW started, and they had basically all the talent that's now like in AEW or NXT. Um, you know, you had Santana and Ortiz on the show. Um, Swerve Strickland was the champion. Um, trying to, Leo Rush was on the show. Sammy Callahan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Joe Gacy. Um, you know, so it was like that time period. It was like so, yeah, and like the fans were crazy, um, rabid, just rabid fans. Um, so yeah, so I mean, definitely, I would say probably it, it was the modern day ECW for that time period. I don't know that it's still that now. Uh, mm-hmm. I think you know AEW really changed the landscape of the indie scene um, tremendously, and uh, Combat Zone I think was one of the uh, casualties of that. Okay, okay. Um, is XPW still going strong? Or is no, that, no, they they, they shut down. They, uh, I think there's a dark side of the ring about them. Yeah, but I wasn't sure if anybody came and you know uh, bought them out. You know, similar, no, like ROH and uh, the previous owners. You know, um, no, XPW is such a niche product. Was it though? Because then they have a then they uh, beef with ECW for a minute. Like then some of their guys actually shoot. Um, into one of their events and the ECW guys and then went yes. like because I yeah, think so. they were trying to get their name out there you know right, right, that's right, how right. you do you, 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 you know you step to the big dog in the yard and ECW was the big dog in the yard for that genre at that time had heat, had heat with one another yes and it's funny yeah. because I think ECW would be offended by being compared to XPW because they felt XPW was just like hardcore, whereas ECW was like a smorgasbord of wrestling. Yeah, like I said, it was like uh, a adult version of a- AEW. You know, they were <laughs> the adult they, version. They had a nice middle ground as far as like you know powerhouse wrestling and like flippity flippity. No, for sure, technical wrestling and hardcore yep. and so yeah that no, was definitely it was a good yeah. mix of yeah you had your luchas you had your big e approved guys then you had like your you know your guys that can cut promos strong like it was it was a nice smorgasbord no definitely definitely and also had the botches that AEW got as well <laughs> like I, I'd be watching like old um Sabu and RVD stuff I'm like oof no, definitely. Yeah, it's funny actually. Uh, you know, I watched uh, recently some RVD Jerry Lynn 
you always hear about like how amazing those were and go back and watch it's like actually it was a little floppy yeah but they were doing uh, you know on a difficulty scale like uh, on a 1 to 10 they were doing like 8s and 9s oh yeah for sure you know uh, they, they definitely you know used the ring to their you know utmost uh, capability so oh no question on that and uh, I would say um Speaking of RVD, uh, well, I believe it was last week's Dynamite or maybe the week before, uh, he wrestled um, Swerve Strickland mm-hmm. in the main I event. Uh, it was actually very good. Um, okay. RVD looked reminiscent of his old self, like from back in the day. Swerve is right now on like another level. Okay. Um, and the two of them just gelled so well together. Okay. Okay. Nice. I'm, I'm going to have to. Check out some highlights on uh, YouTube. Uh, yeah. I can't, you know, so, oh, all right. Yeah, um, look that up. All right, cool. Um, so yes, uh, um, the press conference that everybody has been uh, talking about now for at least a week. Uh, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Anybody out there uh, in the world, uh, YouTube. Um, uh, it was finally they had the press conference uh, leading up for WrestleMania 40. This is where the decision that uh, Cody Rhodes would be saying who he would be facing uh, at WrestleMania, uh, either Seth Rollins or Roman Reigns. Um, we also had um, Bianca Belair was also on the women's side of things. Um, yeah, Rhea Ripley. Was, uh, Rhea Ripley. Yep. Uh, uh, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, yep. Uh, so uh, we had them, and we also had an appearance by the Great One himself. Because uh, now he, you know, sort of put himself into the whole Cody Roman storyline, uh, much to the chagrin. Uh, we now have hashtag uh, Cody Crybabies due to it. Yeah, yeah, the Cody Crybabies, which I love. Uh, it was a nice, it was a nice pivot uh, from from where you know things were heading, which also could have been just. Have they, you know, uh, done it from the get-go? You never know in this business, you know, what is a work, what is a shoot, Very which true. I don't like. Uh, so it gives, you know, it, it, it helps, it not helps, but it gives everybody something to grab onto. You got the kid, like the younger generation to just look at the, you know, the wrestlers as, you know, their personas, but then like the folks like ourselves who've been in it, we can, you know, sort of latch onto like the whole backstage stuff as like our own little soap opera. You know what's you know work what's a shoot you know what i mean uh, definitely definitely and uh yeah uh it was interesting um kind of how they went about everything starting off with seth freaking rollins uh who i don't know i'm gonna say he stole that from legion freaking cage but anyways um you know seth freaking rollins going out there and saying all right like you know it's time for cody to make a decision and then you know the tribal chiefs music hits and uh which uh by the way there, there's a big trend online right now people saying that um tribal chief theme song is cry me a river like redone okay <laughs> and uh i've seen that now on a few few things online and i'm like i kind of see it it's dun 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 <laughs> <laughs> like it, it kind of fits, uh, 
but uh but yeah so roman comes out you know and talks about how you know he's the head of the table so it's his decision cody you know wasted too much time you hesitate you lose out and he's gonna take on his cousin the rock he did it for the rock <laughs> that he did that he did and um yes uh uh Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, graces his uh, graces us with his presence, uh, and he it was a very interesting reaction he got. It was yeah. a SummerSlam slash uh, Hogan WrestleMania 18. You had some that was uh, booing, some that were cheering. But to, yeah. uh, him being a vet, he was able to uh, hold the audience in his in his in his hand. Basically, uh, he was able to take the cues on when to speak and not to speak to let the crowd. Voice their, you know, uh, 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 concerns basically, or you know, chagrin, uh, which I, which I loved. I was, I had a smile from ear to ear, just lit, just basking in, in all of that. I wish I was there to be honest, because uh, yes. uh, it must have been even louder than it was on I television. Can, I can imagine you could feel the electricity, you know, yeah, like through the TV, and, and yeah, um, you know, Rock is just such a master of people you know master of the people um you know so he came out with kind of a different swagger than he's had um kind of giving us a little glimpse into the heel turn already yeah but not fully there and you know he was he was uh you know embracing the fans of him like you said introduced us to the cody crybabies um and you know, then he and he, he the one thing I, I'm a little bit upset about. I feel like he uh, he gave away a, a thing when he, he introduced the bloodline family tree, and he was like, wrestling has only one royal family. I'm like, well, that's Cody's direct thing. Like, is that wrestling has more than one royal family? So I'm like, ah, I didn't like that. He said that. Yeah, but not as not nearly as big as the Samoan dynasty. No, it's not, but I'm just saying it was like he, he basically like gave away like oh like Cody's gonna have a problem with this. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, um but also uh with well also um yeah so basically the the Roman and the Rock was having their face off saying basically like you know who was like you know not high chief but like sits at the head of the table. Uh yeah. and then obviously Cody uh comes down uh, stating, you know, that like he had his intention initially was going to be Seth, but then he was like, all right, I'm just going to go after the big dog himself, which, uh, you know, both of them were trading barbs back and forth with family, which, uh, you know, sparked the, the Rock's uh, interest in regards to that, which he didn't take kindly to Cody because, you know, him and Roman are uh, part of the same lineage per se. Um, as we <laughs> last week, there's basically play cousins, but you get just yes. And oh, uh, something interesting I've learned since then. Um, you know, it was kind of funny. They on the family tree it said that Rock's grandfather, High Chief Peter Mavia, and Roman Reigns' grandfather had the blood oath. Mm-hmm. Um, something interesting. I was listening to Jim Cornette, and uh, he was explaining that Alpha and Sika. Uh, they were actually fans of High Chief Peter Mavia, mm-hmm. and they um, he got like he got beat up by a heel, and they jumped the they jumped the barricade and jumped the heel, and no okay. one could stop them. Okay, so, it was like, that big, menacing. Yeah, yeah, 
And so uh, High Chief and the promoter were like, well, we should just get them involved. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, hey, I love it. You know, that's long. That's generational wealth. Right, right. And it's funny. I'm like, that's such a pro wrestling thing. And especially that time period. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, man. These two guys, like, beat up everybody. Well, all right. We, we'll bring them on board then. <laughs> you know? That, that was that was, the, that was the way, you know, uh, even Bill Watts, like, he said, like, all right, if you guys, you know, beat each other up, uh, like, backstage, you know, like, shoot fighting, that's all right, but, like, you can't lose to, like, common folks, like, town folk right. when you go to the bars or you're, like, pretty much, you're fired, basically. Yeah, not even pretty much. That was the deal back then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it definitely makes sense. Um, so, yeah, so when uh, Cody said something that uh, Rock didn't like, uh, Rock gave him a nice little, uh, you know, uh, slap uh, across the face, which drew a lot of booze, Uh yeah, and uh, Cody Crybabies. Yeah, uh, and the whole segment I thought was uh, a 10, 10 out of ten. I did feel bad for Seth because he's pretty much uh, dwindled down to really. <laughs> but uh, but you know what? He was there, and like he was even you know he was even involved a bit like with it. He was like, oh, you know, like this is right, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah, but our attention is on three main. Uh, characters, uh, he's yes. definitely supporting uh, actor right now. Definitely, definitely, and I mean, it's funny. I'm like Roman. Roman's promo was right. Like that's the number two belt for all those that couldn't get the job done. Yeah. So yeah. So what do you feel about them not burying the belt per se, but like not really elevating it? Um, my thought process is uh, they they must have a plan. I hope. Um, I don't know if it's either, you know, there's talks of this might end up being a tag match. Okay. Seth and Cody against Rock and Roman. And I'm like, if so, maybe the idea is it kind of elevates Seth onto that level. Okay. Maybe. Okay. All right. Um, but do you feel like we're going to have a um, uh, day night uh, tag team match with Seth and Cody and Rock and Roman? Uh, only A, due to helping uh, Dwayne's cardio situation because I don't think, you know, the man could pull off a, uh, I would say like 30 minute match, but that's even going super long, but I would say <laughs> like a 15 minute match. Or do you feel like the tag match will help, you know, hinder maybe some of his uh, cardio issues? Yeah, I mean, I think the tag match could be good for everybody involved because, um, yeah, it would help, you know, with any of The Rock's cardio issues. Which yep. looked apparent to me uh, when he uh, had his little thing with Jinder Mahal. Okay, but um, and then Seth is injured, so now yep. you're you know you help Seth out. He doesn't have to wrestle a full match. You can just come in, hit some spots. Um, you know it doesn't really help Roman and Cody out any, but it's you know it's such a big thing that it just draws the attention on them. And I I really think they should have Roman keep his belt you know, long enough to break Hogan's record. Agree. It's so close. Um, so I think that's it, a good way to maybe get away with with sliding past it. And it helps, because, uh, you know, our generation obviously grew up with Hogan, but then obviously this the upcoming generation, it would make more sense for Roman to be that guy, uh, you know, to be like, all right, he is basically in his way passing pass the torch, you know, generational-wise, I would say. Yes, yes. 
No, for sure. And like it's immensing is like, man, like he did something like Cena. I mean, he's already like cemented, like because yeah, he's done something like Cena couldn't do, like right. with this title reign. But I'm like, yeah, right. you might as well have him break Hogan's record. Like it's so close. Yep. 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 Um and uh where do we go for uh night two? Like that's put, a put, tough thing, put, like put your fancy booker hat on. Do you have if it is a tag match, what's the stipulation? Um, yeah, that's a good question too. Like, if do we need a stipulation even? Well, you need something to transition, unless you do have the match at the elimination chamber, have a, a transitional match in elimination chamber to give us de- a night two. We need something to de- dedicate a night two match. Hmm. Or, or, is the mm-hmm. tag match so big like that is the night two match? Okay. So what would be know the night? Yeah, that's the tough thing. I'm like, I don't know what's the night. Maybe Becky and Rhea. Would that gravitate a decent amount of like for? T- well, last year didn't they have the women in the? In, no, no, I'm sorry, that was no, uh, last year was the tag titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. You're yeah. right. But Rhea is so over. Like, I think they could pull it off. Um, on this week's Raw, uh, Becky Lynch is out there cutting a babyface promo and the crowd's with her, but they are also chanting for Mommy. Okay. So, but then, like, Rhea, Rhea's over. Yeah, well, as I was going to say, isn't the next pay-per-view in Australia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's going to be even, like, uber over that. She's got to get, like, uh, Bret Hart um, face cheers. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's so, going to be crazy over there. Yeah. Which um, I hope Buddy Murphy is uh, allowed to allowed to go. Why is that? Because um, he's from Australia. No, but he's wanting to pump up though. Well, him and Rhea, they're together in, in real life, you know. But I'm just, um, yeah, but he, like he should be at a <laughs> WWE event. I mean, something this big, like in Australia where he's from, like he shouldn't be on the show. I'm just saying he should be allowed to be... <laughs> yeah. What's he gonna do? He can't, he's not under contract with him. No, I'm saying not on the show. He should just be in the back watching. Oh, okay. I thought you meant you want like camera on the man. No, 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 nothing like that. What's it? What's his purpose? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. I just want him to be able to watch. Like, cause I'm like, oh man, oh. that's gotta be cool. Like, oh, yeah, I'm sure yeah. she's I mean, gonna get. He can watch on television too. <laughs> that's not the same though. <laughs> You know, it's not fair that Dom gets all the all the all the love and attention, but hey, he needs some too. That's Rhea's workplace husband, <laughs> right? Gotta respect it, definitely. Uh, but all right, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's I'm I'm loving this. Like you, that that link that you sent me, like wrestling now has like had a resurgence for good and for bad, but it definitely yeah. uh, you know resurgence. Um. Yeah, it's at, right now it's the top of everyone's tongue, you know? Yeah, which, if you're on a- AEW, do you just let the tornado go through? And, you know, once it's, you know everything's set aside and, re- and Mania is done with, do you now start playing your own, you know, uh, not rise, but, like, do you start stacking your chips real high to get the, the attention, or do you play the long ball and just wade it out sometime? Well, I think they're already putting things into motion to try to get some attention. I don't think it's going to work, but 
you know, they've got the big show in Boston coming up uh, next month where it's believed Mercedes Monet will debut. Okay, so she's, she's healed from her injury? Uh, I believe so. That's what everyone everyone is assuming. Um, okay. And so, yeah, they've got the show in Boston, March. I want to say it's March 13th. Okay. Um, they're calling it Big Business. Uh, much to the chagrin of my homeboy, Big Business, because he's not on it. And he's like, how do you have a show called Big Business in Boston and not yeah. have Big Business on it? <laughs> and I'm like, that's fair. But uh, but yeah, it's believed Mercedes Monet will make her debut. Um, you know, it's going to be at TD Garden. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're they're hoping for big things there, um, and then uh, it's rumored that Okada um, will end up going to AEW, and uh, so I think you know they're probably gonna plan to do something with that as well. Okay. Um, there's a rumor. This is not related to AEW, but just uh, there's a rumor that Tama Tonga might be signed to NXT. Already. Yeah, and that he's the mystery uh, that they've been doing. Um, like, I guess on the NXT shows, there's been like like sentences that come up like on the screen. They're like Japanese proverbs. Okay. And initially, people thought it was Okada, but then everyone's like, no, like if Okada was signed to NXT, like that would be known. Like, <laughs> what about um, Jacob Fatu? What's his situation? Still a free agent, as far as we know. Okay. Um, it's interesting. He was listed on the family tree. Yeah, as um, well as uh, as well as Trinity uh, Fatu and uh, yes. use her, her her gimmick name uh, Naomi. Naomi, yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, if he got mentioned, they they might have plans for him. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they also right well, they use Jane Jimmy's uh, uh, uh you know hmm. actual gimmick in there too. Yeah, that was interesting. An interesting touch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, whew, very interesting. Very, a lot of question marks. Yes. Lot of question I think this is going to be a big WrestleMania. It's going to be pretty hot. Do you think they can screw it up, though? Oh, I mean, of course they could. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I hope they don't. And I don't think they will, but they could. If they, if they, like, if Vince was still here, would, would we still have the same scenario? Or you think this would be totally different? I feel like it'd be totally different because it'd be like, I'll tell the people what they want. Yeah, they I don't want Cody. They want The Rock. Yeah, yeah. But do you think he would made it worse or better? Vince. I think Vince would have made it worse. Um, I feel like Vince <laughs> is not great at pivoting. I was going to say, yeah, when's the last time he did anything sort of of that caliber? I mean, Daniel Bryan. That was him? I mean, that was Vince was in charge. But do you think he was behind that whole campaign? The the people, the people are the ones that put Bryan there. Vince Vince didn't want Bryan there, but you just couldn't ignore it. Yeah, that's true. How long was uh, Bryan's uh, run for? After Mania. That's a good question. Because I feel like probably not that long. It was longer than Kofi's? Yes, I'm sure it was longer than Kofi's. Okay. Okay. Because I feel like Brian, yeah, Brian had a decent run at the top. Yeah, I mean, he had, Brian's a multiple-time world champion. 
Well, either one, well, obviously, when you're a champ, that means you're, you're the ratings mover, as uh, or the needle mover, as Roman says. Was either one, <laughs> was either one of those two uh, needle movers, uh, Kofi or Daniels? That I don't know. Okay. Um, so no think- disrespect to Kofi, but I doubt he was because I feel like they took that off of him quick. So, do you think he deserved it? Um, deserve is a tough word, you know. Um, okay. me personally, I don't think I would have ever had Kofi as my heavyweight champion. Okay. Um, IC champion for sure, and I would have given him a great run. But when I think heavyweight championship, I just think you know, Stone Cold, Hogan, The Rock, like Triple H, like those are just some you know big names and like the the top of the top. Don't forget Cena. Yeah, Cena, Rock Lesnar. Well, I guess you know we don't count him anymore. But do uh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, Lashley. Lashley should have had like a sick run. I, I don't understand. Do you think he should have had a uh, Mark Henry type run? Absolutely. Okay. 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 Lashley is like everything you could want in a wrestler. Like the the personality isn't quite there. He's just kind of a little bit smiley. Yes, but. He's got the look. He's got the in-ring ability. You put him with a manager, you're golden, especially as a heel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Have they started? Yeah, have they started stacking up for, uh, uh, for uh, EC Elimination Chamber? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, started last mm-hmm. week with uh, qualifying matches. Okay. And this is uh, so it's gonna be on the twenty fourth, which is next week. So next Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it's gonna be at a it's, weird time because it's in Australia. Yeah, yeah it's at five a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time uh, in the states. So yeah, so folks got to either get up early or you just, I guess, when yeah, you get up, you can out. watch it. Yeah. Which is good. I'm glad we don't have to call in for pay-per-views no more. Yeah, right? <clears throat> um, let's see. Let's see. They have any uh, cards up here. Uh, um, not yet, doesn't look like it. And you said they just had qualifying matches as we speak. Yeah, so, so far, I believe qualified. I know for sure L.A. Knight, uh, he's qualified. He beat Ivar um, oh. to qualify. Uh, who else was qualified on there? Um, man, oh, Randy Orton. He beat Sami Zayn to qualify. Okay. Uh, yeah, I feel bad. There. I feel bad for Sami because uh, the, technically we still have, like, the bloodline storyline somewhat going strong. You know, a rock and Roman. Obviously, you could probably have Jimmy and Jay pop their heads in there solo. But like, he was like, uh, Sammy was like, you know, one of the biggest storylines last year. And now he's so just like, this fizzled in the back. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, um, so crazy when you think about it. It is crazy when you think about it. Like from yeah, where he came. I mean, this time last year he was challenging Roman. Yeah, yeah, actually in his home uh, country in Montreal. Yeah. At uh, Elimination Chamber. And, uh, yeah. Well, I, I felt like uh, Owens was, like, tagging tagging along on that potential storyline. And it was, 
they sort of just like watered it down with the whole bloodline situation. They could if they took heed to our, you know, fantasy booking, like it could have had some more legs. That could have transitioned nicely into our current mania. Yeah, yeah. A lot of places yeah. that could have gone. Yeah. But uh yeah, and, that, and then I don't know if they tried to redo it with uh truth in the judgment day, it just didn't feel as organic as Sammy with Bloodline. Yeah, not quite hitting the same. Yeah. Cause Bloodline had that mix of they were still not humorous, but like they could be hum like somewhat, you know, crack a smile. But the judgment yeah. day was supposed to be, you know, all you know, heels just like you know what I mean? Right. So it just didn't seem and you know, truth is like on goofiness times a thousand, so where Sammy could be like somewhat serious, so yeah, it's just uh, you know, and I think it's one of those things where uh yeah, our truth is purely a comedic character. Yep. Um, so like you said, Sammy, at least you can do the serious stuff with him and you know, um and everything with the bloodline is just so much bigger and more serious just to begin with. Exactly. Exactly. Um Rock question. Now that he's you know, uh we know he's legit on the board of uh directors with TKO, do we play that aspect into the wrestling storyline why not and then have him still him and Triple H still have their in out ring rivalry going on you know as competitors now as like boardmen well not well he no well, Triple H not boardmen but just you know suits like yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah. um you know the only <laughs> tough thing there is uh it's funny I was I was thinking about it. I'm like Triple H's title sounds a lot better than what it actually is What's his title? Chief Creative Officer. Okay. And it's like you hear that and you're like, oh, wow. Like, you know, he's the CCO, the Chief Creative Officer. Like, I'm like, really? I'm like, he's the he's the head of creative. Yeah. On on all the brands, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. Like, across, I'm not taking anything away, but I'm just like, oh, like, when you hear that title, it sounds like, because I'm like, the reality is, like, The Rock is on the board. Like... <laughs> Triple H is a writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's you know, tri- Basically, Rock, Triple H is the Booker. Yeah, that, that's the that's the fancy title for that. And, and Rock is like vice president, uh, you know, with the promoters. Yeah. Well, which is who Ari or Nick Khan? Um, I mean, technically Ari Emanuel, he's the one running the whole thing. Yeah. So all right. So he's sec- then Rock is second or third, whatever. To not to me, you know. He's yeah, not too far. Goes Ari Emanuel, Nick Khan, The Rock. Right. Yeah. So he's not too. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's sort of amazing that The Rock didn't have to marry uh, the boss's daughter to like get into like, his position. <laughs> when you nah, think about, he, he played the long game. Yeah. Triple H did all that work, and uh, you know, but yeah, um, it'd be cool if they definitely you know uh, brought that. Can I be different? You know, I mean, it's going to be different. Yeah. You always have, like, you know, like, the Mr. McMahon character, the Jack Tunney, but this is, like, would be even, like, down level. Yeah, exactly. And it would be a whole different rock, like, because everyone's like, oh, we're going to get Hollywood rock, but I'm like, no, this isn't Hollywood rock, because rock is Hollywood. So I'm like, yeah. I think we're getting, you know, board rock or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, hopefully he can, you know, 
see, it felt like he we were getting a glimpse of Hollywood during the um conference. Yeah. Uh, uh you know, but yeah. Uh he was definitely selling it because at certain points I thought he was getting annoyed with the crowd, but you know, that's just shows that like he he either was or he wasn't. It just shows that like he can, you know, captivate your interest like that. Oh, exactly, exactly. I'm sure it's a little bit of both. I'm sure, you know, Rock is great at letting his real feelings, like, blend into the gimmick. And changing on the fly. Yes, yep, and changing on the fly. Like he did with uh, Hogan at uh, 18, because after yes. that, he went he went full heel while, you know, Hogan went back to his red and yellow. Yes, yep. And, I mean, they made that change really, literally during the match. Well, no, nah, I would say probably the night, the night after. Nah, I mean, during the match, Rock, Rock started leaning into his heel stuff and Hogan started leaning into the baby stuff because the crowd, that's how the crowd was reacting. What was he doing that was heel like? Rock? Yeah. Um, in the match. Started, like mocking Hogan, um, doing some stuff and basically giving Hogan the heat. Um, okay. Because, yeah, the crowd, crowd started going towards Hogan more so. And yeah, Rock definitely he played into it. Okay, did he do that when, uh, against Brock at SummerSlam, or was he still it's Rock? I don't, I don't think as much. No. Okay. But I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. I'd have to really go back and rewatch that. I'm like, I watched the him and Hogan match a few times, so that's more fresh in my head. Got you. Got you. But I know when you at if you remember at SummerSlam in, in New York, what was yeah. uh like. Was it the whole stadium, or was it just like a, a section that was just louder than everyone else? Um, it definitely wasn't the whole stadium because you had a lot of people there that were like still fans of The Rock and that didn't know yeah. what was going on. Yeah, but but yeah, I mean, I would say it might have been fifty fifty. Okay. Or a okay. loud forty percent. <laughs> like, were you going into it going uh, with Brock or was it with The Rock? Or I was with The Rock, you know, I was always a big Rock fan. 100% through? Yeah. So when you heard the, the reaction from it, what was your... Uh... I was surprised. Um, okay. Especially because at that time, like, I I wasn't big on the internet, really. Mm-hmm. So, like, I didn't I didn't know all the behind-the-scenes stuff going on like everyone else did. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I was pretty surprised at the reaction. Okay. Okay. All right. Um... So right now, fancy book uh, mania. What are, what are you doing to, to make everybody go home happy as well as the dirt sheets? That's a tough one. That's uh, that's truly a, a a tough. Um, my bad for the the noise there, but uh, yeah, that that's a tough that's a tough one to do. I I, I would actually say right now, I don't even want to try the fantasy book mania. Um, okay. Other than. I'd love to see LA Knight against Logan Paul for the US title. Who would you have go over? LA Knight. Yeah. Now, why are those two? Um, I feel like LA Knight needs a belt. I think uh his shine <laughs> has been uh kind of coming down a little bit. Okay. And so I'm like, yeah, he needs something, I think, to kind of push him up. And I think the U.S. belt would be good. I think a program with him and Logan Paul, the mic work between the two of them would be really good. Okay. And how long would you do that program for? I mean, you could set it up at Elimination Chamber, run it into Mania. 
Okay. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, would you have them rematch at Rain- Mania? Like, who would? Because um, I feel uh, so like LA Knight's already in the Elimination Chamber match. Right. Um, Logan Paul is gonna be in a qualifying match on Friday against the Miz. I assume okay. Logan Paul to win. Okay. Um, so I'm like, yeah. So if they're both in the match, you can have them interact some way that leads it to, you know, them starting to feud. Okay. All right. Cool. Have you been uh, keeping up with uh, Drew McIntyre's uh, trolling of uh, CM Punk? Not online, no. But uh, yeah, I right. will say I love his uh, promos on, on Raw. Oh, this past Monday? Yeah. I think uh, it can sense. He's uh, basically, I mean, he's a heel, but like he tells the truth with everything he says. Like, there's no, to quote CM Punk, where's the lie? <laughs> okay, so who is he kind of promo on? kind of everybody um you know he was explaining that cody is supposed to wrestle um roman no no he was saying cody's supposed to wrestle roman he was like you know and cody almost screwed it up but you know he headbutted cody and knocked some sense into him (laughs) and it was like yeah where's the lie like Cody had literally just prior said, like, all right, like, he's giving his thing to The Rock, blah, blah, blah. We're leading to him and Seth. Drew, Drew comes out, gives him the headbutt. Thursday night, comes around. Cody's now challenging, the, you know, Roman again. So it's like, all right, like, there's something to that. Um, you know, and he says that, like, everybody says he only wants Cody to wrestle Roman so that he can wrestle Seth Rollins. But he pointed out, he's like, you know, things don't work like that around here. He's like, I'm in the elimination chamber. I got to win that first, like. It's like, yeah, that's true. Like, so he he, he makes good points, I, I, and I like that they have him doing that. Uh, you say his con- you say his contract ends when? Um, I think after Mania, uh, unless he is okay. quietly re-signed. But the the last I had heard or had read was that yeah, after Mania, his contract would be up. Okay. Okay. All right. It will be interesting. It will be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting Especially landscape. He, yeah, that makes sense. His belt has to be up for Mania as well, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, in theory, the winner of the Elimination Chamber gets a match with Seth. So if he's doing... If they're doing a tag match with him and Cody against Brock and Roman, how do they do that then? And he's not going to be doing a double header on his bad knee. Yeah, right? And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. The, the only thing I can think of is if they decide to call an audible have the elimination of the, the winner of the elimination chamber wrestle Gunther oh uh, for the IC belt yeah cause uh you know the rumor is it was supposed to be Gunther and Brock and now that's not happening would you rather have shame him, would you rather LA Knight have the IC belt or the, the US belt um the US so like belt. would you have him go up against Gunther or against Logan against Logan in the US belt cause the promos are gonna be better and okay. I'd rather Gunther wrestle like a, a good wrestler. You saying LA Knight ain't a good wrestler? <laughs> no, I'm just saying like he's no like Chad Gable, like that style. And that's what like fits Gunther best. Like LA Knight needs to work with flashy people that they're gonna have great promos. So I'm like Logan Paul's like custom made. What about um uh Gunther and uh, what's his face from uh, NXT? They had a history before. Ilya. Uh, yes. Mm, mm-hmm. But then, but yeah, I would be all about it. Okay, okay. And you could easily 
just have him come up. He's the he's the NXT champion right now. So he could like just say like, you know what, I'm calling my shot. I'm cashing in my championship to get a shot at, at something bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would have them lose, but but have them have an epic battle. How long do you run Gunther's reign as an IC champ? Do you have an eclipse over Roman's as world champ, or do you cut who's... No, nah, I mean, it's not going to clip Roman's, but uh, I would have Gunther champ until you, until you know what you're doing with him next. Okay. Like, I, I think that transition needs to be important. Like, you can't just lose the IC belt and then, like, not be doing anything. Who would you take it? Who would you have him? Who would you have to take it off of him? Um, my my initial pick would be Chad Gable, but he's so little. Like, yeah, but he's so good. Even better than Dragonoff. I think so. As a wrestler, I think so. Okay. All right. Um. So yeah, that would be my my initial pick. Would be him. I know there's talk of Jay so- Uso. Oh yeah, main event. He sort of. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised. Are they still trying to do him and Jimmy for Mania? I don't know. Like, or this whole at this point, I'm not sure how we get there. Yeah, this whole rock and Roman thing gonna like sort of, you know, push that to the side. Yeah, who knows? And that's why again, like, I'm like, yeah, I don't want to try to fantasy book Mania because I'm like, I'm so intrigued where they go. <laughs> like, yeah, there's so many possibilities. Yes. All right, so, yeah, all it's right. going to be really interesting, especially as we watch it unfold over the next few weeks. Yeah, so we'll finally see uh, Roman and Rock tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry, this On Friday. Friday night, yes. yes the, the rain is going to be probably through the roof. Oh, can you imagine? Yep. And, uh, yeah, like, I mean, everybody's on pins and needles wanting to see, especially, you know, the last we saw them, Roman became little brother out of nowhere. Rock yeah. stepping up and you know he's yelling at Triple H if you don't fix this we will dropping F-bombs and everything yeah which I mean they are you know they did sign a three billion dollar or five billion dollar contract with Netflix so we might get more of that going to the future maybe you know yeah. uh, which I personally don't mind when done I mean, right yeah as long as it's not excessive and right know, like this to me was right like because now it gave it that feel of like ooh this is real right as opposed to on AEW when they do it every week and it loses its meaning yeah especially with MJF yeah yeah um by the way his contract his contract ends this yeah correct so I'm going to say he already re-signed okay because if it if uh he hadn't then he'd already be a free agent okay and WWE there'd be talks of but there's been no talks of anything um you know he's home injured uh, so I'm like yeah I think he quietly resigned okay okay all right um so yeah it, it will uh be interesting I'm looking forward uh like yourself uh elimination chamber next week 24th in Perth Australia, uh, 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, yeah. Um, So, if you decide to watch it at 5 a.m., definitely get some sleep before then. (laughs) Right. You know, uh, definitely, you know, 
drive or go to work the next day because you're going to be a little loopy. <laughs> uh, you'd be so tired. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of tired, I know you're on some of, the, of a, uh, a schedule. Uh, so, I, I think we might, I know, if you want to just call it uh, a nice shorter episode. Uh, yeah, we'll do a nice short short episode tonight. We'll pick yeah. back up next week with a longer edition or our normal, exactly. we'll call it our normal edition. Yeah, yeah. We, we, got, we got a nice hour in, so that's nothing wrong with that. No, no, we covered we covered the main thing that everybody's talking about right now, which is mm-hmm. the WrestleMania press conference. Next week we'll get on here. We'll we'll talk about what happened on SmackDown. Yeah, uh, we'll cover more of who's going into the elimination chamber. Yep, um, and uh, we'll cover some more AEW uh, as well because they are getting ready for their big pay per view, uh, March third, Revolution. Revolution. Okay, uh, it's going to be Sting's final match. Okay. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen, the new AEW tag team champions, in fact. Yep, going uh, against one of those uh, belts. Against yeah. the young Bucks. Yeah, the EVPs. Yep, the EVPs. So, uh, yeah, and we'll probably hear more news about Vince McMahon's uh, discretions. <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly. Uh, uh, so. so, yeah, so we'll cover cover that, of course, as well. Um yeah, Billy Jack Haynes in the news recently for uh, potentially yeah, allegedly yeah, murdering his wife. Yeah, it is tragic. tragic. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, at that stage of life, like, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so if you want to take us out there. <laughs> On that somber note. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, now nah, like we always do about this time. <laughs> yeah, y'all could be anywhere in the world right now, but you are here and you are listening to us. And for that, we appreciate you. We love you. We hope you're having a great day, week, month, even your year. We will be there for you, except for when we're not. But look for us to come to you regularly every week with another edition of Before the Three Count, 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 Count. What? Two, three, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs>